In order to retire successfully, you'll need vision. You'll also need a plan to execute that vision. Welcome to Retirement Pathfinder with Barbara Lane and Phil Gusky. On today's show, we'll give you the tools you need to navigate unique challenges you'll face in retirement. It's time to chart your financial future. Retirement Pathfinder starts now. Welcome back into the Retirement Pathfinder. Glad to have you on the podcast today as we jump into the mailbag, answer your questions, find out what's on your mind in terms of financial and retirement planning. We do so as always with Barbara Lane and Phil Gusky, Retirement Income Planning Specialist at Pathfinder Wealth Management. Welcome in both of you. How are you today? Great. We're great. doing well. Looking forward to the springtime, Ben. Absolutely. Yes, for sure. Well, the spring mm-hmm. spring rolling around means the the cold weather is moving away, which is what the deer yes. enjoy uh, taking advantage of. Phil, so we haven't caught up with you in a while. Are there are there any reports from the farm of the deer this year? Yeah, we do have a report here, and this is probably more of a, a PSA, a public service announcement, a little bit more solemn, a solemn topic. But uh, you know, uh, kind of on a light note to start with, uh, you know, uh, Ben, I did not run across Mister Big this year again, mm. so uh, <laughs> we didn't. We didn't score. I know a couple of guys did get some pretty good sized deer, but you know, we saw maybe one or two deer the whole season, the whole three months I was out there. Wow. Now this is funny because after the season, now every every night when I pull in my driveway on the farm over there, uh, what do I see? I see twenty to thirty deer standing in my front yard. Oh my goodness. <laughs> <laughs> so they're um they're doing something called herding at this point. They're getting together. And, uh, you know, they're getting ready to have their little ones. And so, but there's some problems with the herding that they do. And uh, during the the most, the last hunt of the season, they call it a CWD hunt. And that stands for chronic wasting disease. Now, if, for those of our listeners that don't know what CWD or chronic wasting disease is, it's really the equivalent of mad cow disease for deer. Okay. So it affects the central nervous system. Uh, it's spread between uh, deer by saliva. But here's the problem. This this year, my neighbor shot two deer, took it to the check-in station, and found out that both deer were infected with CWD. So that's a problem. That's a big problem. So here's here's what we recommend, and this is uh, true uh, at the state of Illinois. They uh, they have a, a provision uh, in the law that you should not feed deer. You know, a lot of a lot of people like to take these uh, these cattle troughs and and pour corn in there to feed the deer during the winter time. Well, that is uh, basically a super spreader as far as CWD is concerned. So you don't want to do that. Mm-hmm. Uh, we want to keep our, our deer herd healthy. It's only about a 2% uh, uh, infection rate at this point, but uh, it is something that people need to be aware of. Uh, the problem is you don't know that you really shot a CWD deer until you, after you get the yeah. test results back. And, uh, you know, so you have to be careful about what you consume out there. They say it doesn't affect uh, humans, but... Uh, I don't know if there's enough research out there to come to that conclusion. So there we are on the farm report. Just be advised. Mm, good information. Yeah, really interesting to hear that. Well, hopefully, uh, Mr. Big will mm-hmm. show back up next year. Uh, I hope so. The one that keeps <laughs> you coming back out. That's for sure. That's right. Yeah. All right. Well, let's dive into the mailbag here on the Retirement Pathfinder. If you have questions for Barbara and Phil, we always encourage you to reach out. We love hearing from you. I know. Barbara and Phil have got some great feedback on the podcast and uh, had some good conversations stemming from what we talk about here on the show. So you can always get in touch with them. Uh, just log on. Pathfinderchat.com is a website. You can schedule a meeting directly through the website there. But if you prefer to call, you're welcome to do that at 
888-900-9806. All right, let's begin our mailbag with Olivia. Says, I just paid my last tuition payment, so my kids are officially off the payroll. Well, congratulations on that. <laughs> uh, is it safe to cancel my life insurance at this point? Well, hi, Olivia. Uh, congratulations on being a responsible parent and model citizen by stepping up to your <laughs> financial commitments. So instead of burning your mortgage, you're going to burn your life insurance yeah. policy, right? No, don't do that. Mm -hmm. um, I would recommend you hold off on canceling your life insurance, Olivia, until you know we have a chance to kind of sort things out and explore the the question more closely. First of all, you ask, you know, is it safe to cancel the life insurance? It sounds as though that particular policy was purchased with the objective of covering the liability specified. In this case, it would be the uh, the college uh, tuitions. Well. If that's the life insurance purpose or the purpose of the life insurance uh, with that idea in mind, I probably would recommend you follow through with your intention. However, the fact that you raised the question is very interesting. So do you have any second thoughts? Uh, how about other liabilities that you need to cover, such as a mortgage or maybe consumer loan or somebody else, depending on your income? We've got to kind of look at that more closely, Olivia. So Another reason people continue to keep their insurance in force is to provide an inheritance to their children. You know, parents often feel obligated to leave something for the kids, right? Or their grandkids. So until we've had a chance to chat about that, I think you should probably hold off on canceling the insurance. You know, Barb, your and my personal experience has been with clients that a lot of these uh, retirees are still holding old policies. You know, they, yeah. they bring them in to show us and, you know, you can smell, you can tell how old they are by how uh, moldy they smell. They've been in a safe someplace down in the basement, <laughs> right? And so they all have this, this certain odor, you know, but but they hold these things well beyond their retirement. And these policies oftentimes are purchased by their parents when they're very young kids, right? So why are they holding on to the policies? Well, it's probably more out of sentimental reasons. Probably. But yeah. Now they've actually become self-insured if they're that old. Oh, absolutely. You know, if, if you got a you got a million dollars in the bank, so to speak, and you know a ten thousand dollar or five thousand or one thousand dollar policy. Why do you need it? Right. Well, it's sentimental. However, there could be substantial dollars locked up in the cash values of those plans, and that can be redeemed and gifted to the grandkids, or even used for some kind of burial. So, if you have any questions about holding life insurance or even adding to it, uh, please give us a call at the office at eight one five three nine 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 eight zero six. Or email us at pathfinderchat.com, and we can give you a, the benefit of a 15-minute complimentary consultation to find out uh, what your questions are on life insurance. Yeah, we there's unknowns, like you said, Phil, if she's retired. If they're retired, they may not need life insurance. I uh, just also wanted to mention that there are advanced estate planning strategies to consider if you have a large estate where you do have the advantages of uh, tax advantages of mm -hmm. life insurance. All right. Great first question, Olivia. Thank you for that. And again, echo and Phil's statements on uh, congratulations on being the model parent and taking care of everything. So, yeah, absolutely. Okay. Good work on that. All right. Jackson's up next. It says, is the market going to crash further uh, or farther? I can never get that one right. I, <laughs> I worry about it constantly. Hmm, well, the answer to that question, Jackson, is likely. We still have the threat of inflation. We've got the Federal Reserve is likely to raise short-term interest rates soon by another quarter percent, which the markets don't like. The forecast was actually a half a percent, but now it looks like with these uh, bank interventions, they would probably raise rates maybe a quarter of a percent. Mm -hmm. A little economics briefly. According to Brian Westbury, a chief economist with First Trust and whom we generally follow, this is one of the most difficult times we've seen to make a forecast. We have unprecedented actions by the government with locking down the economy, printing, borrowing, spending trillions of extra dollars. 
which artificially boosted economic activity. And we're not out of the woods yet with the threat of, of a recession. Because of fiscal and monetary policy response, normal seasonal patterns of activity have been distorted. The best rule of thumb is to wait for at least a few months in a row of unusual strength or weakness to draw any conclusions. And the bottom line is January's economic data aren't as clear as many might think, according to Brian. So that is all a forecast. It's uncertain. So Jackson, the best advice that we would give you, whether working or retired, is to be in the right kind of portfolio mix allocated to all asset classes and stay the course. If you say you worry about it constantly, I would ask, do you have a financial advisor? If you worry about your portfolio to where it's keeping you up at night, I would say it's time to get an assessment on how you're invested. If you're retired, growth is important, but maybe you need to adjust how you're invested. I know for our clients, we want them to have peace of mind and, and sure the stock market does go through volatile times like right now, um, but we also encourage them to limit their access to constantly listening to the news, mm -hmm. but they still know in the end, Phil, that they're going to be okay. Yep. Mm -hmm. Well, here's the bright spot, Barb. And, you know, looking at, at our clients' accounts, you know, they, the price per share may be down. In fact, for most of our listeners online, I'm sure uh, last year was not a very positive year as far as uh, percentages are concerned. But but here's the bright spot. If you look at the the earnings, which would be your dividends and capital gains, those could amount to anywhere from 25 to 5% in that range. You still made money. Now, what did what happened to those particular earnings? Well, most of the time they're rolled back into buying additional shares. Sure. And the whole idea is you're buying more shares, you're accumulating more shares at lower price. Buy low. Buy low, sell high. Yep. So really, if you've made two to five percent on dividends and capital gains, you've done very well. Who cares what the price happens to be if you're making money in your dividends and capital gains? The other thing we have to know is this is that uh we know that we don't know how far down the, the market will go at right. any one time, but we do know this that the market rebounds 100% of the time, yeah. historically speaking, right? Yes, that's true. So those are the two positive things we say about the markets. Well, the market is, down, is up more than it's down or people wouldn't invest their money. Exactly right. Hey there, just a quick break from the podcast for a moment to tell you how Barb and Phil are assisting clients every day in the office with some effective tax savings opportunities under the latest Secure Act 2.0 legislation. If you want to find out how much you could save, Give them a call before the April 15th deadline and schedule a free 15-minute initial consultation. Call 815-399-9806 or go to pathfinderchat.com and schedule your visit with just a few clicks. We'll also put the contact info in this episode's show notes. Now, back to the show. Uh, here's a question from Claire, like this one. I'm supposed to retire next month, but I haven't done any planning yet at all. I just realized that I still need to figure out my social security options, my pension options, my Medicare options, as well as what I'm going to do with the rest of my life. Should I push my retirement date back until I finish this out or figure this out? Sorry. Yeah. Yeah. Well, Claire, it, it's not unusual for many people to wait on planning right up to the last moment. And I know that my in-laws did that, you know. They gave me a call like one week before dad retired and, oh, we've got, you know, we're going to retire next week. We don't know where we are and we need some help, Phil. I went, well, hmm. I'm the man for the job. But according to Forbes, only 52% of pre-retirees and 44% of retirees consult with a financial planner or advisor. So it's important to speak with not just a financial planner. You know, everybody calls themselves a financial planner. They could be a life insurance salesman or a broker, but they call themselves a financial planner. 
But today you want to speak to somebody who is what we call a true fiduciary, yep. somebody who's representing your interests. They have a uh, a duty, an obligation, and a, a moral obligation to represent your interests. That person's independent, and they can give you objective advice, objective information, without having to uh, sell, try to sell you something, right? They may sell you knowledge. They may charge you for their time, which is okay. There's nothing wrong mm-hmm. with that. So what kind of help, uh, Claire, should you ask about? Well, here are a few of the things that we cover with our particular clients. Okay, so what is the best time to take your Social Security? That's a biggie. You know, should you take it at age 62, wait till your normal or regular retirement date, or wait till 70? Have you done any proactive tax planning, either pre-retirement or post-retirement? That's one of the things that we specialize in is taxes and retirement. And there is a huge number of of, uh, mistakes made in that particular area that we see all the time. What about the amount of income you'll need in retirement? Have you figured that out through a budget? What investment, what investments should you currently or do you currently hold in your in your pension plan, such as 401ks or or IRAs? Uh, how are those investments allocated to give you the greatest amount of return with the least amount of risk? Right? We all want to have something that's correlated. We don't want to have too much risk for the amount of return that we're looking for. And along that line, do you know how to measure risk in your portfolio and then how to control it? Uh, do you have an estate plan to include a trust, a will, powers of attorney for property or health care? Have you identified ways to help your heirs protect the inheritance that they will eventually receive? I mean, you know, I always say that, you know, uh, 50% of your heirs' money is at risk one way or another, either through lawsuits, divorce, you name it. Uh, So you want to be able to give them the tools that they need to protect themselves. Will you be subject to federal or state inheritance taxes at your death? How about a succession plan? Do you have a succession plan in place in the event that you become disabled and when you pass away? Or... A lot of people we talk to, Barbara, are charitably minded. And sure. so if they wish to leave something, uh, have they got it set up so that those organizations that they're fond of can receive the, the greatest amount of, of uh, inheritance or the greatest amount of gifting that will help them in their cause? So, Claire, there are many more questions that uh, need to be answered. And I would recommend that you don't walk to your phone. You run to your phone right. <laughs> and call us to set up a time. Uh, to plan before you make any major decisions. So give us a call at 815-399-9806 or email it at pathfinderchat.com. And we need to begin planning right now. Don't put this off, Claire. This is something you got to do right away before you make any major major choices. So true. I mean, for uh, if she's uh, this person's retiring in a month, you know, what I would say, same thing, they'll get to a financial plan as soon as possible. You want to make sure you can retire, first of all. Right, right. And then uh, I, I just want to mention, too, that we are experts at Social Security claiming with all of your other mm. uh, investment accounts and pension, uh, 401ks and so forth. And uh, whether you're married or single, and if you make a mistake, one thing to know is if you make a mistake and you wish you hadn't began collecting, you can't change it. Pension options are also very important, especially if you're married. So we can help you with that, but I'm sorry, Claire, we can't help you with what to do with the rest of your life. <laughs> <laughs> I noticed um, that we want you to enjoy it. That's the yeah. thing, right? I would say sometimes that happens when people are getting ready to retire. They really don't know what they're going to do in retirement. And a good place to start would be looking at, you know, hobbies. Do you have hobbies or you know, is there anything mm-hmm. that you're passionate about? And that would be a good place to start. I'm sure, too, that uh, Claire's probably not alone. There's probably a, quite a few people that get to this point close to retirement mm-hmm. and just realize yep. they don't have everything figured out, right? Yeah, right. That's exactly oh, right. Very, very true. Do you have a written retirement plan? 
If not, you're not alone. Many people put off planning for their future thinking they have plenty of time. But the truth is time flies and it's never too early to start planning for your retirement. Pathfinder Wealth Management can help. Their team of experts, including Barbara Lane and Phil Gusky, who you hear on the show, can guide you through the planning process and save you valuable time. And with their commitment to education, you'll learn how to set yourself up for success. Book a 15-minute chat with them today by visiting pathfinderchat.com. Don't procrastinate any longer. Your retirement is too important to leave to chance. Visit pathfinderchat.com or check the link in the description of today's show. Uh, One last question for this episode comes in from Lucas. Lucas says, I'm not retiring for another five years, so I don't feel the need to be ultra conservative with my money. But my wife keeps insisting that she wants to be more secure. Just how secure do I need to be at this stage? Well, that's a very good question, Lucas. There are a number of questions that I would have for you. Uh, First of all, do you have a financial advisor that you're working with? Is your wife working? It depends on how much has been saved for retirement. If you had more money than you will ever spend, you may be able to be pretty conservative. However, that's not most people. Um, If you're like uh, most people in the marketplace that are soon to retire, you're going to want to continue seeing your portfolio grow. If you go to ultra conservative, which is a relative Mm -hmm. term, you could miss out on some of the good growth opportunities even in the next five years. On the other hand, now isn't the time to be an aggressive portfolio either so near to retirement. Remember, both now and after retiring, your account values need to continue to grow to outpace inflation, to pay your taxes, to live comfortably, and allow enough money to enjoy your retirement, not just to pay your bills. On another note, a well-diversified mix of assets will carry you from early retirement all the way through your retirement years, addressing all of those areas. And if you have saved enough, it will last you. Ultra conservative in retirement is a risk. Your retirement could last 30 years. That's a third of your life. So the driving factor to remember is what are your expenses in retirement? Your expenses and what activities do you want to do in retirement? And that's the driving factor for how you should be invested, right, Bill? Yeah, that's exactly right, Barb. In fact, you know how aggressive or how conservative you need to be really isn't the question. The question is how much income do you need? And once we define how much income we need and how to sustain that income, we build a portfolio that's going to be able to be predictable, that you'll know within a certain percentage uh, what the the outcome of that portfolio will be. So we don't know if you're going to make 5%, 8%, 3% in that particular portfolio. We can't uh, drive that particular portfolio construction by the percentage return we need to get. It has to be by the amount of income that particular portfolio will be able to provide for you. Right. And success will be dependent upon how much you've saved. So we can, Correct. there's only so much we can do. We're, we're the number crunchers. Yeah. <laughs> yep. And sometimes we have to give bad news too. Well, that's true. Yeah, it happens. Uh, reality is important, right? I mean, you, you got to be honest mm-hmm. with yep. where everybody stands. So that's, that's why, that's what you want. It might not be what you want to hear, but that's what you uh, hope to get out of a relationship with your advisor is the truth and honest, honest guidance. So that's uh, so important. All right. That's it for this episode of the, the Retirement Pathfinder podcast. The mailbag will close it up on this note. And if you have questions, we'd love to hear from you. Again, you can send them in through the website if you want to, but also give them a call, 815-399-9806. Or you can always schedule a meeting with Barbara and Phil. Just go to pathfinderchat.com. They made it very easy. Just log on to that website. You'll be able to find a time that works great for your calendar. And there's right there through pathfinderchat.com. 
All right, we'll close it out on that note. Barbara and Phil, as always, thank you for your time and uh, best thank of luck you. on the farm. Thank you, everybody. Phil. Yeah, have a, have a great day. Information is for illustrative purposes only and does not constitute tax, investment, or legal advice. Always consult with a qualified investment, legal, or tax professional before taking any action.